Well, welcome, everybody. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable, coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station One. My name is Caroline Oceano Ryan. I'm an author and channeler, and I'll be your host for this evening. And I'm here with my really wonderful co-host, uh, psychic medium and soul historian, Omina McGee, and our Faction Three White Knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green, and our panelists, Penny Christofferson and Micah Green. So our guest in the first hour will be a really popular guest we've had on before, Ina Nevea Lenara. Uh, her former name was Sherry Bausch. This is an amazing energy worker, and she'll be assisting us in the peace meditation we're going to do in a few moments when she joins us. Um, And then I want to encourage people to call in as well, because Ina has worked with people energetically over the phone. Uh, She's been an energy worker for quite a while now, starting with Reiki and uh, artwork, etc. But, um, you know... Go ahead and please do call in, because if you've got a comment or question that's relevant, this is the perfect time to discuss things that are troubling for you. And Ina is an absolutely brilliant energy worker, and I'll be backing her up a bit and working with her. So if you do have an issue that you would like some support on, a question, maybe something's troubling you about your work or a relationship, um, could be a health issue, could be something that's troubling you emotionally, or a question you have about your spiritual path. That is fantastic. Please do call in, no problem. And the numbers to call for Station 1 are 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. Or you can call 323 323- Seven four 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 eight three one, and again that's three two three. Seven four 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 eight three one, and something kind of special that we'll be doing this evening that we don't generally um, do because it's a very specific kind of meditation, but it's a peace meditation, and not only to bring Israel and Palestine into the circle of light, but all places on the planet experiencing armed conflict of any kind. If you want to concentrate on Israel and Palestine, Ukraine and Russia, uh, the many places, unfortunately, on the earth that the U.S. and U.K. are involved in armed conflict, uh, go ahead and concentrate on whatever area you wish. And we'll have a point at which we open up that beautiful circle of light and send light everywhere in this planet. And... Um, you know, any part of Mother Earth experiencing conflict of any kind, and that includes domestic violence, institutionalized violence, such as what we see in some schools and in prisons. And we're just bringing everything into higher light and bringing everything into the frequencies of peace and calm. So we're not concentrating on the violence And we're asking our higher selves for assistance in moving beyond taking sides, in moving beyond anger or bitterness, shock, amazement, (laughs) that the old crowd are still doing, pulling out all the stops, doing all they can to put us in a position of experiencing trauma kind of vicariously. It is possible to feel at times that 
we are just being played, that we're getting <clears throat> and that we're on this earth to serve a darker agenda than what we would like to serve. And you and I can very consciously leave that agenda. We don't have to fall for it. We don't have to take the bait and decide, well, this crowd is more evil than this one over here. So I'm going to be on this side here. I'm going to back them and I'm calling the, call the other ones every dark name in the book. We really don't have to fall for that, friends. And as you know, our white knights have said many times, these dark and dense events are being created to create louche, just more grist for the mill, for the dark machinery, etherically and otherwise. Um, they've created a war economy and they've also created ways to bring our vibration down with scenes of disaster, loss, grief, rage, um, loss of life, etc. So when uh, Ina is able to join us, oh good, I think she's here. Um, and we want to say welcome to our friend Randy as well, because he's on now as well with us. So welcome, friends. And I'm going to give the numbers again in a bit, but I'm just going to say um, that this this peace meditation that we want to offer you, it won't be very long. Don't worry. I don't think you'll have time to get bored. <laughs> and when you consider what's going on in this planet, it's not too boring at the minute. But our friend Ina Lenara is here. And we're just going to call in some beautiful higher light and just steep ourselves in higher love, in the feeling the emotion the resonance of peace and calm and we're going that's where we're going to work from we're not going to work from grief rage resentment none of that density we're going to come above if you can imagine there are angels watching over us right now they might be feeling compassion for those who have lost a parent or a child or any loved one but they're not going to steep themselves in anger and resentment about it. So we want to say welcome to our guest, Ina Lenara, and um, she and I are just going to build this meditation together. Welcome, my sister. Glad you're here. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you to everyone for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, let's do this meditation. It's beautiful. Yeah, wonderful. And I'll read uh, Ina's bio in just a moment, but if we can just... Take some slow, deep breaths. I don't know, Ina, what you feel is the best breath to take right now, because I know you've just put out a video recently about different breathing techniques. What is best for moving into a place of peacefulness right now, do you feel? Um, I would say a, a nice, deep, long breath. So either from the toes, coming up the legs, and then as you... Um, move through your inhales and exhales, lengthening those inhales and exhales. Um, or you can start at the root chakra and bring that energy up through. Uh, again, just really lengthening and expanding the breath, not judging it, just allowing it to expand. That is wonderful. So let's all go into that for a moment. Just breathing in slowly all the way up the body and feeling that expansion. And when we breathe out, we don't lose that expansiveness. And maybe we can image that we're breathing in the beauty and the calm of Mother Earth. 
And at the same time, imaging, putting all of these troubled places, picking them up from wherever they are on the earth and putting them in a beautiful circle of light that's right in front of us. All the so-called acceptable forms of violence that are rationalized by governments and political parties. All the people who are so lost that they think that they can solve things with a gun or a bomb. And we're just going to feel tremendous love for them. Let's just pour love out into that circle of light. Feel some compassion right now. And Ian and I are going to be working energetically, of course. And any of you out there who wish to join us with that, we're just going to create a flow of love from the high heart into these beautiful places, this beautiful circle of light. And if we could just image the higher self of everyone involved in conflict right now. And you can take Israel and Palestine or Ukraine and uh, Russia or U.S. and Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, however you want to do it. All the places of inner cities that are overtaken with, well, corporatized crime and organized crime. I would add to that the indigenous peoples of the planet as well. Absolutely. Displaced, yeah. Absolutely. And all the refugees as well as the oppressed indigenous and the land itself. Yeah. Everything, everything in a beautiful pillar of light. All that light's pouring into them on a spirit form level, down through the crown chakra, bringing through more soul power. With that beautiful light that you helped us to envision and bring through, Caroline, and I'm seeing above those realms, in all of the quantum realms, those souls and those fragments and pieces and parts that that have gone out during any of these conflicts in the now, um, bringing them back in to reunite with their heart's wholeness. I know that seems a little counterintuitive with the conflicts going on right now, but we are in the now moment, so we've got a lot of different realities going on at the same time and just bringing them back. Yeah. If you want to make yourself big enough to put your arms around that circle of light that holds all of this conflict and sadness and fear and the hunger of those who are behind any kind of sanctions, blockade, etc. Hunger, thirst, fear, no place to live, no place to sleep that's safe. Go ahead and put your arms around them, around everybody inside that circle of light. We're just sending love. And then as well, putting our arms of love around those who are so troubled that they are bombarding this group or that with bombs and airstrikes and so on they also require great love now bring in that rose ray pure heart-based love all the ascended masters are here with us all the archangels namaste dear ones 
Wonderful. Seeing galactic realms coming forth as well, galactic families, star nations coming forth. Absolutely. Receive that um, density in all forms, transmuting that through their technologies, their higher technologies, into love, compassion, yes. unity, and kindness. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm seeing angels, legions of angels, as well as the archangels, mm -hmm. above all of this that's going on. And they're just absorbing the density. They're taking that up and saying, you don't need this anymore. This isn't who you are. Please go in some timelines as well for this new earth. We're in such a poignant time right now, these energies. Bringing the highest intention for the New Earth timelines as this is dissolved and alchemized. So, Absolutely. If any of my uh, co-hosts would like to add anything, please do. That's fine. Anything this, you see happening as we're working with these energies. This is Tara Caroline. Yes, there That people can release themselves from the old stories of the news yeah. and take in what time we're in, which is a time for peace and a time for love and a time for forgiveness and a time for wisdom and mercy and compassion for all that's going on all over the world. A time for for beauty that we may walk in nature and be, as Mayor Baba says, don't worry, be happy. I passed the talking stick. <laughs> Can I add something? Yes, go ahead, yes. Amina. Okay, I would like everyone who are in a position right now in the meditative state to just sit and with your hands out, your hands are creating a huge big heart and in that heart you have the globe of the world mm. and the intention is to send out the light and the love and the healing to everyone regardless of beliefs or conflicts or anything else mm. this is where humanity needs their vibrations raised up so they're not trying to control each other kill each other and do the damage anyone that's suffering from vicarious trauma do not watch the news. Just sit there with a globe in your hand with the intention for peaceful, sending out the love and the light and the healing. I pass the talking stick. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Omina. Absolutely. That's a perfect image. And let's put everything as well into Sorry. that beautiful violet flame. Yes, Michael, go ahead. If I might add. Um... Yep. The first law of love is to be calm. There is no blame, shame, guilt, regret, hate, fear. So love, truth, peace, freedom, justice, but seasoned with divine mercy, divine compassion, and divine wisdom. I pass the talking stick. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Micah. Wonderful. I'm putting all of this 
this whole world in that beautiful heart that Romina was describing as well, radiating that calm and peace Mike is talking about, giving up those parts of our thoughts, our personality that like to take sides and forget about forgiveness, you know, as Tara was mentioning, just releasing that, just say, you know, ego mind, I don't really need you now. And putting it all in that beautiful violet flame, blazing that beautiful violet flame throughout the whole earth. It just alchemizes. It doesn't burn anything up. Wonderful. So, Ina, if you want to, I don't know if you want to offer some light language or whatever you feel is right for this moment. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So it is. Beautiful. Inshallah. I am another you. We're all one. Where one is helped, all are helped. Wonderful. We're just going to finish with sending a beautiful ray of light from our hearts to this beautiful planet. <clears throat> Everybody in that circle of light who is really in pain or rage or shock right now, that they experience the power of their own souls, the power of divine love, and that these situations transform as they move into higher light. Wonderful. We give thanks for this. We give thanks. We give thanks. Namaste. Thank you so much, everyone. Really lovely and empowering. And um, we'll just keep that same beautiful frequency throughout. And if you can carry that out into your life tomorrow as well, wonderful. Anytime that you hear of things going on in the world that are difficult, what we can do is just celebrate the fact that this is a holodeck <laughs> simulation and it's a place of learning. But we can affirm the only reality is divine love and that's the only one I'll stick with. Yeah. So we're going to welcome our wonderful guest, Ina Navea Lenara is a multidimensional healing practitioner, grid worker, light language channel, and spiritual coach. She works with light workers, star seeds, and creatives who are boots on the ground emissaries for the shift in consciousness. Her clients include professionals and service providers who are serving humanity in the workplace and in the home and are ready to break through the remaining blocks so they can fully step into their power and spiritual gifts. Ina assists in retrieving, clearing, and healing the many aspects of the quantum creator self that are ready to return in wholeness in order to complete their missions. And you can connect with Ina on 
Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon, as well as on her website. Um, <coughs> pardon. So welcome, Ina. Very glad that you're here. I much loved you. Thank you, Caroline, for having me. And thanks to everyone. That was a beautiful meditation. And uh, I'm excited to be here to see what, see what, who we can assist. Wonderful. Yeah, again, I do encourage people to call in. We'll just have some interview questions for, you know, because um, I feel like the work she does is in some ways, uh, I want to say unusual in the sense that she's not your average intuitive or psychic. She's not just your average Reiki master. Um, it goes, a, it's a lot bigger than that. Um, so, Ina, you know, tell us about the work you do. Please do. And how is it different? Uh, from other energy workers, what what they offer? Well, so I did start out as a Reiki master and yes. um, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> new energies came in as I was working. And so the work that I do is, is quantum, meaning that I reach many different um, dimensions, realities, other worlds, galactic realms. I work with ancestral lines. I work with shadow and um, what we would call kink, which are just the versions that kind of love being miserable. Um, I work with childhood versions. So uh, the work that I do is meant to reach as many aspects and spaces of us that exist so that we can clear as much as possible in order to be in these um, moving into the new earth and and being in self-love and self-compassion. And really, it comes back to self. We can't serve at the highest level. We can, of course, but it's it, it's we're not in wholeness. We're not serving as in our highest expression if we are still struggling with a lot of blocks and energies and densities not only from this reality from childhood and traumas and so forth but in other dimensions and realities and it sounds complex and it can be um but just think of it kind of like a, a personal matrices or a grid that you exist in and there are many different versions of you at one time living out as conscious a conscious creator right so in that grid and in that in those realities you are experiencing many different things to know yourself and in many different ways and so they filter in um through the veils we would say and they can affect this reality as you're listening to me now so yes we have childhood traumas and a lot of that is and has been cleared but we also what's coming online now especially because of these immense energies and we every time i'm on caroline they're immense, but they they just get more intense, right? Um, so it can really affect in the veils and our ability to reach into those dimensional spaces and understand who we are and remember our gifts, our spiritual gifts, um, our psychic abilities, intuitive abilities, and and all of those memories and how they affect our emotional system and our physical system. So not only do we work in those dimensions, but I work with the five five bodies in particular, the physical, the mind, uh, the emotional system, the spiritual and the etheric. And so those, that is the human construct. That's the human vessel. And we are unique in that we have those five bodies and we experience our bodies in that way. So if you put all of that together, um, it, it's kind of a recipe for big release and deep release and um, that's the work that I do. And I work with starseeds and now, especially a lot of people who are um, 
feeling very much like they've got a mission but can't quite get there. They've done a lot of work. They've done a ton of healing work, um, but they know there's one one or two things that are blocking them. And so I help them to block that so they can embody that mission more fully. Absolutely wonderful. And I know that you've helped a lot of people in really beautiful ways because they do tend to um, really really rave about your work at times. And I've seen what you've been able to do for, for people. What Tell us, you know, on your YouTube channel, which is Quantum Alchemy, Alchemy Ina, mm-hmm. <laughs> how you would find that. Um, I think, or that, is that right? Yes, that's Instagram yes. And, and YouTube. Um, what, how often is it that you do a session with people it's a live it's a youtube live and you work with two people energetically whatever they present yes that yes that's once a week on wednesdays um uh the first first wednesday is always a live open clearing meaning that i i choose two people and we work within 30 minutes so it's super fast um, but we get a lot done. We get a lot of clearing done. And then the second week, the second Wednesday is also YouTube, but that's more around autoimmune disorders, um, the immune system and wellness in general. So chronic illness. And that is a group clearing. That's not a personal clearing. And then Wednesday, the third Wednesday of the month, I do a free live Zoom clearing. And in order to get that link, um, all you have to do is send me an email and say, hey, I'd like to join. And I'll send you the link for that. And then they have um, the, the ability to view the replay. That is also clearing with two people. So, that's, But it's private. Some people are uncomfortable with the YouTube platform. So we do a, a Zoom. Yes, sure. Absolutely wonderful. You really offer an awful lot, I think, considering you. that, you know, this is, yeah, this is offered very freely. And what's interesting to me, I know I've said this a lot, but sometimes people don't always value what's free. But then when they it comes down to spending the money for a session, they'll say, well, I just can't budget that right now. So then I come back and say, well, then take advantage of the stuff that's free. Yes. <laughs> um, I understand about budgeting. I hear you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No. So, yeah. Uh, 100%. So, all right. So I find that this is like, this is an intense time for light workers and starseed. It really is. So what do you feel, you know, what is for one thing really special and wonderful about our lives at this, at this time being starseed and or light bearers, but also what needs the most help or attention right now? Mm. Uh, Let's start with what needs most help and attention. I think that, again, because the veils are so thin and people are having access to memories and emotions and feelings that are out of their reach, so to speak. In other words, uh, they're still coming online. Um, that That has been a challenge for a lot of people. And that presents... Uh, mostly out in the quantum. So what I'm seeing a lot of right now are contracts and agreements that they made to themselves to not come back, or I'm sorry, to not finish up these Ascension timelines. So in other words, many light workers have been on the Ascension timeline uh, train, let's just say, (laughs) for many eons, not only on this planet, but in other ones. And I'm seeing this, at least with the people that I work with, that... um, 
they have made agreements because it has been so hard and the dark has has been victorious at that moment in those timelines that they have hidden parts of themselves away within their own being, within the fabric of consciousness, um, creator consciousness. And they're those missing parts, so to speak, or those parts of them that, that are like, no way I'm not doing this again. This was too painful. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of people say and feel and know that the pain of of humanity um, or even out in the galactic realms, the pain of I couldn't help them, I couldn't save them, there's nothing I could do, um, feeling like God source is outside of them and um, was betraying them, that's been a big thing lately. So I know that sounds really heavy and deep, but that's a lot of what's coming through. And that was not that was not the case, I would say, four or five months ago. Um, this is something that's brand new that's coming online that people are really having access to. So working through those wounded parts of us that know how difficult this journey has been and kind of squaring with that and letting those wounded parts know that they are in control now, that the person that's here in this reality and, and understands the work and the mission, that they have got those those versions, they've got their back, if that makes sense, right? Um, so almost like a loving parent, right? Bringing back the, the child parts. Um, so yeah, that's that's been the hardest challenge right now um, and connecting them. And then the most exciting part is that uh, in my experience that there are many of us who have been doing the work for a very long time who are starting to feel the shift. And I would say that happened about a month or two ago, like a real true shift maybe even, I don't know, six months ago, there was a real shift um, into joy, into towards abundance, um, towards an a understanding of self and love at a level that we haven't perhaps had access to as well. Um, so things clicking. So all that inner work really coming in. And this is an exciting time in that sense, because now we're in the space, a group of us, you know, the the wave of us who have been doing that work for a long time. We're in the space to really assist others. So that's very exciting. Very, very exciting. Oh, how, how amazing. Absolutely beautiful. And I know you and I feel very blessed to be in a place where we can see people's light breaking through so powerfully. And I, you know, the, this feeling that humanity has had for so long, which you just described that there might be a loving uh, parents somewhere in the universe but we seem to have been le left behind um this is so much rising to the surface to be finally healed and finally dealt with and um thank you for bringing that up absolutely i think we've all been through that and we've all seen it in others um you know i i received an e email recently from someone a light bearer said that they just felt like they just were um almost not exactly failing the ascension path, but not really fulfilling it. And what would you say if somebody came to you and said that? I mean, they weren't being specific about what they meant by that. And yet I kind of understood, you know, what they were saying. Oh, sure. I mean, I think I personally, I not I think I know, I personally went through that as well. I think that's part of the starseed journey as well. So there's comfort in that, you know, um, but I would say that we are doing so much work in other dimensions that we are unaware of. We are doing 
a tremendous amount of work as we sleep. So what we would call dream time, we are anchoring so much light, um, whether you're a grid worker or a crystal master or a Reiki master, or, you know, we're traveling, doing so much work in other dimensions, which is why a lot of us are feeling confused and fuzzy and tired when we wake up, wake up in the morning, right? Um, I would say that to give, uh, and it's easier said than done because you cannot see those realms and we don't always understand those realms, but to give yourself um, a big hug <laughs> and as much rest as possible because you are doing work, trust that you are doing tremendous work right now. Um, you would not be here if you, uh, you know, this is part of your mission, you would not be here if you weren't doing the work. Um, and I know that's hard. That's a self-trust. That's a lot of self-trust. But um, yeah, I'm hearing that. I hear that from from people as well. Well, self-trust is, is difficult when we've had so many lives where the idea of having, as you were saying, self-compassion, absolutely out of the question for so many religious constructs and using one's intuition, trusting that, Again, out of the question, people are naturally evil is what we've been taught. Mm -hmm. And you can't trust your heart and you can't trust your intuition. And we're, to come out of all that after thousands of years is is like scaling, you know, Mount Kilimanjaro. It's just um, tremendous what we put in front of ourselves. And we need to show a lot of compassion and not c come to the conclusion, I think, that we're missing the boat. How do we know Absolutely. that? <laughs> absolutely absolutely you make a really good point and i see this a lot too this is another starseed trait that's coming forth too which is um the trust of self the trust in self and for all the reasons you just stated caroline very well very well said um this is part of the journey though is to understand that everything that we need is inside of us um, we've been taught for so long to look outside of ourselves um it's really important that even if it feels like dissonance within us, it doesn't feel, it, it's hard to kind of wrap our heads around. We have these belief systems that we're deconstructing and, and releasing. As much as we can look inward, um, there is a meditation that was given to me by uh, one of my coaches. And it was, it's, um, I am loved. I am lovable. Mm -hmm. I am first best. I think it's beautiful. I am loved. I am lovable. I am first best. And it sounds like it wouldn't connect to that, that self-trust piece, but it really does because self-trust is simply love, self-love too. It's not mm. selfish, but it, it's, it's um, bringing forth our knowing that everything is as it should be, right? Everything is as it should be. Giving, yes. like you said, a lot of compassion to self. Absolutely beautiful. You know, when you were saying that affirmation, I'm loved, I'm lovable, I'm first best. Um, I felt my child self, I kind of said it with you the second time inwardly, and I felt my child self just sit up. And she was so happy to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. And, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, that's what all of our children in, in inner child self needs. Um, absolutely wonderful. Um, so, you know, something that you do is clear energies from all of our energy bodies, not just physical, but we have so many energy bodies around us. You know, there's just the mental, emotional, etheric, on and on and on. And um, 
I want to ask you about that, but let me give the numbers again to call for station one. And that's 888-627-6008. And again, that's 888-627-6008. Or you can call 323-744-4831. And again, that's 323 323- Pardon, 744-4831. And if you've got something you would like uh, Ina to assist you with, and I can be a kind of backup to that, but (laughs) she is really wonderful helping to clear people of things that are in their way, old baggage. We've come in with it. It's not just a matter of what happened to us as children in this life. There's people on this planet now who have been here at least a thousand times. Maybe you've been here seven, eight hundred times at least. And, you know, why do you feel it's important right now, you know, that we clear all these old energies out of our systems, out of all these energy bodies in our physical body? You know, how, how does that help humanity and how does that help the planet? Well, we know when we clear ourselves and we heal ourselves because we are oneness consciousness, right? Because we have fractal pieces of consciousness um, existing all at one time that we are actually helping others and humanity to heal as well. So that energy within us that is being shifted, um, that is being released and cleared is helping humanity to clear, shift and release. So something you can all do um, in the audience is to really work on one belief or mindset. um, And that can be as simple as uh, I am worthy. uh, I am deserving, however, you know, whatever you want it to be. And allowing someone else to have their process and to have like kind of stay in your own lane, right? I am worthy. Um, That doesn't mean you're combative or you're projecting something onto somebody. You just, I am worthy. I know I can receive this. I know I can. And you work with that for a while. And then notice how your outside world shifts. So notice how strangers that you come across treat you or um, interactions on a phone call for paying a bill or something. So normally, you know, paying attention, like I have, I'll give an example. I have a client who um, was really struggling with, anger and resentment and self-love and they did a a lot of mindset shift and energy shift and I'm trying to think how they worked with it but I think what they said is instead of when the anger rose up instead of getting angry and reactive and kind of triggered they said I forgive you I think this is beautiful I forgive you yeah Yeah. I forgive you kind of like right I forgive you um And they said that the shift around them within a week, their partner, their husband reacted completely differently, took responsibility for things that he wasn't taking responsibility for. Mm -hmm. Um, Strangers on on the street were saying hello to her, whereas she was having kind of conflicts with people. Um, She had an incident where people around her were kind of breaking out in a fight and she said, I forgive you, I forgive you. And she stayed in her center and uh, she had been waiting in line somewhere and wasn't able to get in. And that's why the fight broke out. As she was in her center, someone moved the fight off. The place was supposedly closed, but she stepped to the 
the line and she was allowed to take care of her business there. So like she really just created her a whole different reality. So kind of a long story, but um, yeah, really working with your energy and working with your reality a little bit, it makes a huge difference. Wow. Absolutely beautiful. Do you know uh, that brings to mind a story Louise Hay, the late Louise Hay would tell that she would have people do mirror work where they look deeply into their eyes in the mirror and say, I forgive you over and over. It's the same idea. And very often she said within like a few weeks, sometimes less, they would be contacted by family members whom they hadn't spoken to in maybe a decade or more people that they just had not been able to get along with. Um, Suddenly there was a bridge there and they could both meet on that bridge. Absolutely beautiful. And yes. I'm so glad that you were able to assist that way. And then you assist energetically as well. I know you can see a lot in the etheric. Uh, so I think you're probably working to remove old barriers that have been put there in old, you know, other lives. And um, I find that there's a lot that people take on very unconsciously in different lives. They don't even know what they're yeah. calling on sometimes. They might Absolutely. be kind of dark. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of people think that, um, which is understandable. I certainly still have to discern and kind of sort that out. But sometimes we feel like because we're in this reality, it's all us. Um, yeah. but that's not the case with energies. It can be collective. It can be exactly what you're saying that many, many, many lifetimes of belief systems. And they tend to, because we want to know ourselves and we want to learn some lessons, right? (laughs) They tend to repeat, the lessons repeat, right? Over the eons and they repeat in this lifetime as well. So um, yeah, lots of lessons coming in and, and we have to clear, we have to make the connection first and establish where that's coming from. Is it coming from this lifetime here in this reality, or is it coming from another lifetime or a galactic lifetime, or is it an aspect of, of who you are now that just, you know, was hurt and wounded and needs some healing. Um, So it's the discernment for sure. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's beautifully said. Thank you, Ina. Um, We do have a caller on the line, Kaya from Florida. And she's a question based on the idea that world peace is going to come from the Middle East. Um, and it, whether the current situation that's happening there isn't the start of that. <clears throat> so that's interesting. Um, Kaya, can you hear us? Are you there? Yes. Thank you so much, Caroline and Ina. I, I love both your work. Thank you so much for taking my question. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Hi, Kaya. That is a fascinating question because I've had I have heard people say and make predictions that world peace is going to come from the Middle East. Uh, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. Ina, do you want to comment? Or I'll ask my co-host as well if they'd like to comment. Sure. Can, I think can I a- add one thing to that, please? Of course. Um, where I got that from is that decades ago, Cryon through Lee Carroll had channeled that world peace would come from the Middle East and that we should watch for that. And when this conflict came up, it sort of triggered that flag and made me remember that. And, of course, with Captain Ashtar's ship being called the New Jerusalem, I'm just wondering if this isn't um, a domino effect or a stepping stone. And I'd just like for your, your perspective, please. 
Could yeah. I add something? Yeah, sure, Amina. Go ahead, and we'll hear you, from you after that. I'll make it quick. Remember when I told you Jesus Christ was back on the earth? Yeah. Well, when this conflict started, I knew he wasn't in this country. I got a very clear message he was in Israel. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so it would not surprise me at all. Um, he didn't disclose who he was, but it would not surprise me at all if peace doesn't come from the Middle East. I would expect it. But he's there in a big presence. He hasn't made himself known yet. He's collecting a band, you might say. Wow. Because remember, he was a Palestinian Jew. Yes. And this conflict that has been the conflict between the Middle East and all of that area has been going on for centuries. Yes. Okay. So this is like the accumulation of all that negative energy. But anyway, they told me to tell you he was there. Oh, beautiful. 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 So beautiful. Remember some meditation. Make sure you have him standing on top of the world or he's holding it in his hands. Yes. Uh, absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, Omina. That's, I, and I have heard this. I have heard this kind of prophecy before. And it is fascinating. What, what's your intuitive feeling, Ina, when you hear the idea that peace could start there? I feel it's a possibility. That's what I'm hearing. I feel that too. I definitely yeah. feel that too. I feel like what we're seeing now is, uh, and the, you know, some other places around the world where there's war and conflict um, at this po- moment in time, I, I had a vision the other day where these spaces where the darkness has really been prominent, um, as Omina says, it's been centuries, right? You know, eons, thousands of years, right? Thousands of years where these conflicts have have been going on. I had this vision of kind of like this vortex of, of like a drain, a dark, <laughs> the darkness going down a drain in these points on the planet, you know, Um and we know that there's some very nefarious things going on in some of these spaces where these wars are, are happening. So it's un- very unfortunate that souls, um, you know, are are transitioning through that space. Um, or you could look at it that they are being relieved. Yes, and they're probably completing their missions and their purpose here and their and their um Yes, the ones that their are agreements. Like, their yeah. agreements, absolutely. Yes. Are agreed, the, yeah. Are, are in the grief. But yeah. the the only way lasting peace will be there if it comes from there. The peace has to come from within that conflict that's been there for so so mm-hmm. long. If you have other leaders of the world getting in there to create the peace, it's not going to last. Yes, correct. That's right. From the heart of the country. Yes. And that's what will make it permanent. Yes. And that's what we're, that's what I'm envisioning. Yes, I agree. Yeah, wonderful. um, If any of the other co-hosts or panelists would like to comment, that's fine. We've also got Rainbird with us online too. So maybe we should bring her in. Next, um, Rainbird, are you there? And thank you, Kaya. Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Kaya. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely fascinating question. So, uh, Rainbird, are you with us still? Yes, I'm here. And Hi. I was wanted to ask the, uh, you know, uh, to check me for um, 
my tenacity with my physicality. <laughs> I'm going to have a session tomorrow where I I will be working with my emotions and my heart and my the soul uh, my 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 soul and um yeah and so I want to be in <laughs> I want to know that I'm clear. I think this is a good opportunity to make sure my I'm clear in my in my head and my heart and my mental space, my heart space, my emotional space. So oh, it's pretty wide. You'd like Ina to take a look and see what she's seeing energetically? Yes, I'd love that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. okay. All right. Let's do this. So, um, Rainford, I'm going to ask you to just get comfortable as if you're going into medica- meditation. Yeah. As Caroline was directing when we started, just bringing in those deep breaths. I'm going to ask you, to, they're, they're guiding me to start at your root chakra. So let's bring the breath from the root chakra up your central channel of the body. And you bring that up as high as you possibly can. And then just relax into it as you exhale. I'm going to ask you to keep that going as I call in your guides and your highest versions, the ones that know what needs to clear tonight so that you're ready for tomorrow. We've got some beautiful aquamarine light coming in from the right behind you. So that's beautiful. I'm going to anchor you down into Gaia. Aquamarine stone in the center. Chrysalicalis, which is a stone of, I believe I'm saying that correctly, it's a stone of creativity and really connecting into the higher realms. That's what I see you connecting to in Gaia. And then that energy coming back through your filaments of light, those anchors into your feet, your ankles, your calves, knees, and thighs. Feeling that super light and bright almost like crisp, clean mountain air. Yeah, got a little bit of density in your legs. We're gonna remove that. So pushing out any density and residue that doesn't belong spirit. We're gonna call in any ascended masters, legions of angels. As we bring that light up into that freshness up into your root chakra. A little bit of heaviness in the heart as well. So we'll move up through there. And feeling that light moving up at a nice gentle pace through the sacral, the solar plexus, the eye and presence, the lower heart, middle heart. Yeah, there's lightning. And I've given you a little little realignment, they're saying. Coming a bit to the high heart and into the throat, through the jaw, releasing all the tension in the jaw and the throat, palate of the mouth and teeth. Feel that light brightening and lightening even more, crisper coming up through the sinuses and the nasal cavities. Coming through the eye sockets, the physical eyes, and then moving itself through the temples into the third eye channel. Some stuff in the brain too. We're gonna to bring that up and going into the crown chakra. Um, hearing old belief systems are saying something about identity, belief and identity of who you who you believe yourself to be. 
may not be present to you. It may not be in your awareness. There's something that's still there. So let's remove anything for Rainbird that does not serve her highest good. Belief systems about herself and how she shows up in the world, her identity, anything that's been carried over across um, the quantum field, space and uh, quantum infinitum. All agreements, contracts, vows, or promises she made to hold that energy. Misrepresentation of self and her identity. We want to release all that through the crown chakra. So just rewiring those neural pathways, please. It's like a belief of there's a certain way you believe you have to show up. I know it sounds kind of general, but they're saying let go of that. Just being authentically you is enough, they're saying. It's more than enough. There's your heart space. There it is. Yep. Yeah. The belief that you have to show up, and they're saying it again, show up in a certain way. There's an attachment there. In the middle heart. We've got Kuan Yin coming in. Kuan Yin is the goddess of compassion, ascended master, self-love, love and compassion for others and kindness. So feel her beautiful powdery kind of bright white light sparkling and coming in towards the heart space in the front of the heart space. You could even feel perhaps like an energetic hand laying her hand right in the center of your heart. She's got the other hand at your solar plexus. I hear her literally saying, you can let go. You can let go of the old old parts of you that are no longer serving you. Yeah, she's saying they're getting in the way, actually. What are the parts that are getting in the way, please? Something you're hanging on to that needs to be released. Be, be more specific, please. Old love, old relationships, something that's a little bit painful to let go of. Uh, maybe feeling as if when you let go of that, there'll be nothing. Uh, Spirit wants to advise you that as you let go and you're in that space of unknowing, not nothingness, but unknowing, that you are making way for something way greater to come towards you. And I see this beautiful light. Beautiful energy, very, very exciting, almost e eagerness, excitement, abundance coming forth towards you. And just allowing for that as you release. There you go. There you go. All attachments, ties, yeah, binds, tethers, cords, out, 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 out. Oh, should put across all space and time dimensions around. Ramps out. Let's do it. So they all shadow aspects that are resistant to letting go, resistant to letting go of the relationship. Could be relationship with self too. Sort of old identities releasing out, 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 out. So coming in that energy, just filling your heart space. Beautiful diamond cord that she's putting right in the center of your heart. Yeah, just like we were talking about that self-trust, self-love. There's some old habit around. So Cordia, I feel like you're, of course, an empath around giving and giving and giving. Yeah, it's not selfish. They're saying time to take care of yourself. They're saying time. Yeah, there it goes. Big old cord just left. Archangel Michael's. Okay, uh, yeah. 
Saint Germain coming in and healing that that connection to that that old attachment, letting it go, exploding it into white light and alchemizing that, bringing it back as love for self and then love for humanity, bouncing back of that love, filling up your your own cup and then bringing that back, love for humanity and sending that out. That's beautiful. Beautiful energy. Yeah. Okay. So what I'd like to do is just call your parts and pieces back, your fragments and your soul parts that might have gone at any time. The parts that kind of, once once our parts fragment, right, there's the ego comes in to kind of hold space. So we're going to let the ego go and bring back your true authentic self and just see that coming back as sparks of light, ribbons of light, ready to land anywhere in your bodies. And if that feels a little resistance, just let it stay in your auric field. And then after it's done in the auric field, it will come in naturally into your space. And just let it merge. And we're going to ask for ease and grace as that integration happens. Meaning you make simple connections without the triggers, without the emotions, emotional, emotional sadness or grief or anything like that. So we just want the balanced, balanced understanding and knowing. I'm going to call back your energy starting to see your energy come back. Very important to call it back. Only your energy, calling back my energy. Any other beings that have been assisting, returning to rightful souls and spirits. Yeah, good. And then we're going to untether and untie from Gaia and that beautiful core. And bring your filaments of light back in there, knowing that they're just going to keep refreshing you and aligning you so that you're ready to receive tomorrow. Lots of lots of gratitude for all the assistance. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm. Thank you. Thirteen thank yous and honey in the heart. Thank you, Una. Mm. <laughs> you're you're so welcome. Wonderful, Rainbow. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling and um huge blessings on, you know, uh this next uh, session you'll have as well. And what are some ways that people can work with you, Ina, um, before we close out your your segment of the show here? And um, I feel like I want to just keep going with it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, of course. I want to close out what my co-hosts want to add, but uh, what what are some ways that people can work with you, Hunt? Yes, so I offer um, I offer a coaching program that's brand new. Uh, I've I brought it in because it's really effective. I've had great results with it. It's not just energy work. It's twelve sessions, um, and it includes coaching. So mindset, beliefs, um, thought habits, conditioning, that type of thing. Um, any kind of uh, physical activities or action-oriented steps that you would need to take, we work those through assessments each week so that we can measure your progress, like physically measure your progress so we have outcomes. Um, accountability, access to me um, whenever you need. And if you need um, assistance and things are super emotional or you're trying to understand something, I'm there for you all the time. And then the energy work, that's the complement, and that helps us move out some of those blocks and and really, um, you know, level everything up. So that's one. And then, then I have larger packages in that realm of coaching. I also offer individual sessions. I offer um, a four 
session package of just energy work and an eight session package of just energy work. And then I have a, two Patreon groups. They run Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Um, one is a group for those of you who want to go kind of deep into this work, multidimensional work, understanding your own how, uh, or um, really up-leveling your gifts. And that's the crystalline group on Tuesday nights. And then I have a Patreon group where I do clearings just like this for a group. Um, so lots of ways. And then the free clearing. So lots of ways to work with me. Fantastic. Um, and so um, Ina's uh, website will list all these different offerings. That's still under her former name at the moment, which yes. is Sherry Bausch. Sherry with an I at the end, S-H-E-R-R-I, and then Bausch, like Bausch and Lom. B is in boy, A-U-S is in Sam, C-H.com, SherryBausch.com. And you can find her under that name on Facebook, on Instagram and YouTube. It's Quantum Alchemy Ina. And definitely subscribe to Ina on Facebook, uh, sorry, on YouTube. Oh gosh, I say the one when I mean the other, um, because she just does these wonderful videos that give you such a lift. Now, if people want to email you, would the your mindful creative life at gmail.com, would that be a good email um, to use, Ina? Yes, that's correct. That's great. So your mindful creative life at gmail.com. Wonderful. Um, and um, let me see here. And patreon.com forward slash Sherry Ina, S-H-E-R-R-I, and then I-N-A. Fantastic. As always, it's a huge honor to have you here, Sherry. Or sorry, Ina. <laughs> no worries. Um, absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for your beautiful contributions, not only to this show, and we love having you here. We'll have to have you back again soon. Um, but also your huge contribution to the planet right now and to uh, everyone seeking assistance and um, seeking assistance and, and seeking support and encouragement that they're not off the path, that they're doing fine and they just need to keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Huge, huge thanks. thanks. Much love, my sister. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Caroline. It's always an honor, and I'm looking forward to coming back. Thank you to all of your co-hosts. I, I love being here. I appreciate you. Huge blessings. Much love. Thank you. Absolutely. So, all righty. Um, I guess what we can do, uh, my co-hosts and panel members, is go around and do the energy updates and then we'll do Ramantara last and get Rama's latest White Knight news, which is always uh, fascinating and has us on the edge of our seats these days. I'm just going to say for myself, the energy has been so astounding. I'm glad that the earth is shifting and that humanity is shifting. I am finding it exhausting. A friend of mine who is an energy worker texted me that there were five M-class solar flares a, a couple of days ago. Uh, that's enough to knock anybody over. Um, we're really feeling it. <laughs> and yet it's all for a good cause, you might say. So I'm in between feeling really thankful for all the light and feeling really tired from it. <laughs> so um, I don't know if who would like to go first, giving their energy update. Penny, I don't know if you would like to offer us anything. We would yes. love to 
Yeah, I, I do have something uh, because I, I resonate with your statements about being tired this last week. I've um, I think the phrase is dragging your wagon. And that's exactly how I felt for several days. And um, I can get through to about two or three in the afternoon. And then after that, I just feel like I'm shot. And what is all this for? Anyway, I want to know. <laughs> anyway, I am, I, among other things, I found uh, Aurora, Ray, Aurora Ray this week. And um, she talked about in terms of an exhilarating roller coaster journey. Well, uh, the roller coaster part, I really resonate with the exhilarating sometimes. I'm not so sure. But um, the kind of thing that Ina's doing is the kind of thing we all need help with. I know that for sure. And um, she she's talking Aurora Ray now. Um, I, I really welcome some of the obs observation that uh, she was making that the shift is uh, all, uh, not only about physical changes, but this cosmic makeover. And I'm I'm sure that we often forget that what's happening to us is such a small part of, in a way. Um, and yet the small parts make up the collective. So it's a big part when all is said and done. So there's um, we're we're part of such a huge picture right now. And it's pretty easy on maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but it seems pretty easy to forget the larger dimensions at times when, you know, you're just struggling to get up in the morning. And yeah. and she she reminds us of that by saying that we have a pivotal role like actors in a great play. And our part involves cultivating awareness, uh, something like tuning a radio to catch a higher frequency. And that's the part that um, when I get feeling like this, that um, I feel like a dead battery, not a bright light bulb, if you want to put it like that. And um, I have my moments at times. And she reminds us about how we must actively engage in the shift. And again, the work that uh, she, uh, Ina just did with um, Rainbird is really tremendous because it's 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 an example of what Aurora Ray talks about opening our hearts and minds um, to all the possibilities. And and Rainbird's going ahead full bore with her arms out, ready to grab everything that's coming along. And we all need to uh, be in that mode or at least as much of the time as we can. And we can, and Rama talks a lot about feeling the rhythm of the earth. And mm -hmm. of course, uh, the number of deer he has coming to his um, uh, meditation sessions up in the mountains is increasing with almost with every meeting that he has with them. And they're just sitting there. Uh, listening to the earth and feeling the shifts. And it's a, it's a really uh, an amazing thing to hear about. And, um, but as we, as we think about our awareness and as we make ourselves more aware, we're also aligning with the same shifting. So there's all that, there's all that going on as, uh, and again, the, the sentence that popped out of here is even more relevant after what Ina did with um, Rainbird. The shift isn't solely about physical changes. 
it's a journey of self-discovery and connection. And I can, you know, and I, I'm adding the idea of getting rid of all that baggage that um, we've been carrying around with us for uh, all our lives. And I don't mean just this one. <laughs> um, she says, just imagine that we're finding a key which unlocks a door into the higher plane of existence. But uh, but I like this bit, the, the last. Don't remain a mere bystander. Be an active participant in this cosmic shift. Welcome the surprises. Learn from them and let them elevate your consciousness. As we journey together on this cosmic roller coaster, remember that the best part is yet to come. So it's like hanging on with your teeth and everything blowing in the wind behind you and you're barely hanging on. But it's going to slow down and it's going to be great. Earth is our guide and the shift is our opportunity to transcend and to reach for the stars and to embrace the mysteries of the universe. And remember that we love you dearly. And she speaks on behalf of the Galactic Federation. So that is um, that's what I've been hanging on to today. <laughs> so then that's that's my contribution for today. Wonderful. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. Uh, you know, I agree with everything you said. I certainly uh, can relate to uh, the whole thing about dragging yourself out of bed in the morning and, <laughs> and just feeling that you are dragging your wagon. I know exactly what you mean. So, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Thanks. Feeling that way. Absolutely. Um, Omina, I'm wondering, would you like to um, just give us your input about what's going on now or energetically or otherwise? We'd love to hear it. Um. I mean, I think the energy is still exhausting. Some days I have really good days. Other days I have really tired days. Uh, I keep moving, though, and I keep going. And and I know for me, for me, I am going into the last phase of my mission. Things are changing. The energy is changing again. And there's diff- they're showing me different things that I can't disclose yet. I just know it's going to be the energy of my body is going to a much higher vibration. And I'm asking that they do it gently and not make me an old crone with it. Because the work is going to, the work is going to require energy. And I'm asking that they adjust the energy to what the level of my human body can handle. If that makes any sense to gradually get me to where I'm supposed to be going. Yes. I know what the change is. I don't know where it's supposed to take me yet because I haven't gotten the full message. And they always do this with me. I get to a point where I say, what's next? And then they begin to tell me what's next. And it requires a a level of, it requires a level of vibration so I can see what, whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing. And that's, I think that's going on for a lot of people on different levels, excuse me, on different levels of the vibration of the energy. And people, people may not know that it can take a toll on the body if they don't know, if they don't go with the flow of it. Because when you resist, I can't say, he comes, I can't believe it. Excuse me. Um, when we resist it, it puts a lot of pressure on our body. And that can create organ damage because the energy is so high it can burn, 
it can burn out some of our organs. So if anybody is out there with a little bit of weight on, don't worry about it because it's the fat helps to insulate the energy so it doesn't come directly and hit you. I know that might sound strange. It's real though. Yeah, I have heard that. Yes. Yeah. It's, I've been hearing it for years. It's very, very real. And it makes sense when you're bringing down high vibration energy. If it hits your body all of a sudden, um, it can definitely, you can, you can, automatically combustion can happen. But if you have a little weight, it absorbs it. It's like people that are going for cancer treatment that do better with little weight on than they do with no weight on. Because yes. it helps to equalize and it helps to keep that energy moving. But that's what's going on. It's going on with me. I'm sure it's going on with a lot of people for, for different things because all the crap is up, guys. It's all up. There's no stopping it. It's up. Mm. Everybody, the world collectively is cleaning house. And that's taking lots of evil, nasty ways. And I just saw where Scalise withdrew from the withdrew from the the voting for the Speaker of the House. Oh, did he? All right. Yes. And please pray that Jim Jordan doesn't get it. Yes, I know it. Because he's an evil, evil person. Yes. I don't I just don't understand that amongst them that they don't have a leader that they can put up there and that can be neutral. That can work with both sides. We're in bad shape, I tell you. They are imploding themselves. Yes. So I just send lots of love and light out to them. And that's part of the energy has to that has to come up and be transformed. And hopefully the violet flame will help them. I pass the talking stick. All right, wonderful. Thank you so much, Omina. I, I agree. The violet flame is is powerful and and very helpful. Um, so, Randy, uh, if you'd like to offer anything about these energies, uh, oh, and Padme is on the line, um, and she also has a question. Um, okay, Padme, can you hear us? I can. Okay, great. <laughs> Hi, um, greetings. I'm, I'm greetings? confused. For some reason, I thought we were at the end of the show almost. I don't. It's seven twenty my time, um, but eight twenty I think for Tarama. Uh I just wanted to say thank you uh, for a fantabulous show, and thank you to your fantastic guest. Um, truly, Ina is a thank you, and um, yes. uh, I was. Thank you. I'm going to hop on your site and take a look. I would like to, <laughs> I still have a session I need to do with Caroline, but I would like to uh, look into doing some work with you. Uh, I think I can definitely see, uh, you really are speaking my language when you talk about those last few blocks. Um, and not everyone's experiencing it quite like I think some of us are, but those last few blocks before you really, you know, get to some of the things that you wrote into your contract, knowing what was happening on this planet. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, they're deep, you know, I mean, if you could do it yourself, I would have already cleaned them out, but <laughs> I'm going to need some assistance. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, and I mean, it's right too. And all of you, I mean, if they're not cleaning it's out your closet, you're cleaning out your mind and your old polarity and emotions, but, and old lifetimes, obviously. 
Um, and then I was going to say briefly, uh, you know, when I was like eight years old or six, I used to say things like there is no peace until there's peace in the Middle East. And I could say that to my grandmother and she got it right away. But um, uh, what a time to be here. Challenging, but really an amazing time. And uh, I'm so grateful for the show, that, all the shows that you guys put together, Thursday nights and Friday, Saturday. So thank you. Um, Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Padme. We so appreciate your loyalty and your support of this community, being a part of this community and your support of the show and Ram and Tara's shows as well. Absolutely wonderful. So, um, all right. Huge thanks. Many blessings, my friend. And so, Randy, we'll go back to you. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to upset the apple cart. I'm going to light it on fire because there's things that have to be addressed. People have to remember the proper things that's happened in Israel, Palestine, whatever you like to call it. First of all, let's go back to Ron Paul and what he said many years ago. Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counter Yasser Arafat. So first, indirectly and directly, through Israel, we helped establish Hamas. Then we have elections. Then Hamas becomes dominant. So we have to kill them. During the 80s, our CAA thought it was good if we radicalized the Muslim world. So we financed the Mazdara schools to radicalize radicalize the Muslims in order to compete with the Soviets. So we go back to when Hamas was established. That's 1987. It had its origins, its origins, excuse me, in the Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood movement. Now, they've been active in the Gaza Strip since 1950s. Now, the Gaza Strip is very small. They gained their influence through a network of mosques, charitable, and social organizations. But remember that Netanyahu is the operational head of the Kassarian Mafia. It's hijacked the political institutions of the United States. It's gained control over the U.S. Congress. It's manipulated America into fighting Israeli wars in the Middle East using crafty covert operations. There's no American government, nor any Western government, There is only Khazarian mafia and the world governments they control. Now, let's talk about how many Jews versus Palestinians there are. There's more Palestinians than there are Jews. And understand about the economy of Israel versus the Gaza Strip. When the economy isn't going good, they'll go and yank the people out of their homes. They'll blow the homes up. Then the Israeli construction companies will go back and, hey, we'll rebuild your home. Pay us money. It's an evil thing based upon nothing but greed. I could go a lot farther into this, but I'm not going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send the 30-minute talk Mr. Kesh did last night about this conflict because he's been involved behind the scenes for many years 
I'll turn it into an MP3 and Rama and Tara can play that on this Saturday show. Because there's more to this than what people realize. And please, don't start sending money to any of these organizations that are begging you to help the children. The children will never get the money. They will not do that. These are the evil people because they're broke. So they're taking and wanting your money to put into their laundromat system. It used to be Ukraine. Now it's going to be Israel. So this is what we're seeing is all these cosmic energies. They're concentrating on every single living organism on the planet. The evil ones, they know they're finished. They know they won't last through this. So what they have to do is the only thing they know is fear and chaos. What Rama loves to call louche. But they're not getting enough. So they create more conflict. Yes. The only thing that's going to solve this is not money, not protests, not demonstrations. And if you haven't realized, there's demonstrations in every city all over the world between two people on one side of the street and another on the other side of the street. They organize this to keep you divided and away from doing your job. That is radiate, project nothing but love, peace, and harmony. You have to set aside your emotions that, yes, people are dying, children are dying. But what was their soul contract? We don't know. So, to balance this out, project nothing but love. Use the violet flame. That will bring peace within you. Then when you go out and you interact with other people, you'll project that peace. And that is how things are going to change. Now, this month, energetically, is really wild. Five or six solar flares, get used to it. Because the sun is going through its changes. Also, Mr. Cash is having many meetings in China at an expo where he's going to show all sorts of different new technology. And then on November 11th, there's going to be a special conference where one section is for the public, the other section is for the ambassadors, the prime ministers, the kings, the queens. And he's going to show them all this technology. So after November 11th, things are really going to change. Because when they realize there's technologies available to change everything that we do and bring about real peace, they're going to have to comply. Because at a soul level, they're going to be exposed to all this stuff and we're going to see rapid change. I pass the talking stick. Okay. Well, thank you, Randy. Um, and you made some very interesting observations regarding how Hamas came to be. And um, I see so many parallels between what has gone on in Israel and Palestine and what uh, happened with, with Northern Ireland. Uh, it's kind of astounding. It's, I guess it's an old story. Uh, and not a new one. We've seen it played out in different cultures. But um, Rama, uh, let's move on to you, Rama and Tara, for energy update, and then Rama's White Night News. 
And um, if you've got anything positive to tell us, we're certainly happy to hear that. <laughs> so positive. Thank, you, Thank you. Uh we would like to do the finances to start with, if you already. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so uh in total we have three hundred and forty seven dollars and eighty five cents in PayPal. Yet tomorrow <coughs> for a violence phone, right? Mm-hmm. As happens automatically, that will be forty nine forty nine and that will be taken out of there. So that leaves two hundred and ninety eight dollars and thirty six cents. And then we subtract that from three hundred and fifty five dollars because that's what we owe, including an extra fifty dollars a week to catch up with paying for February when there were huge bills for the car we had back then. So I'm just gonna say that. We are asking in humble, um, uh, in humble uh, presence. presence. Thank you, Alma. As people who can, please send a good substantial amount so that we can catch up. Uh, and uh, that's really important because. We seem to forget that BBS Rito have a pile of bills too. Everybody's at the end of this story and everything is catching everybody's hair on fire, as Patty always says. <laughs> and uh, yes, we got to keep our hair on our heads in the clouds and our feet on the ground. So what we require just to finish up with the last month of September is $56.51. That being said, tomorrow we will have enough money to pay one of the bills we have right now. And that's the electric bill. And once we pay it, um, that money that you set, uh, unless, uh, uh, Where's that money coming from, that $110? Oh, that's how much the bill is. And, um, oh, we will have $122.24 in the credit union. So that will cover it and leave $11.36 left. Then that being said, we go back to um, <clears throat> the next bill, which is Windstream. That's the internet bill. And that will cost $141.08. So we have $11.35 in the credit union. So that will leave $128.73 as so we aren't going to be able yet and still to pay any money on the fourth week of September until we make sure the money for that bill is available. So this is really important, everyone. Uh, and so 
5651 will be left. Uh, in PayPal. What's the 298.49 for again, Ron? Get lost in all of this. All I'm saying is that, oh, yeah, after we take 49.49 out for our Vonage poem, that from 34785, which is in there now, that leaves 298.49, which then you subtract it from 355. Can you just sort of um, give an approximate amount that is required, you're requiring from the universe, you're calling in and requesting from people, but you're requiring of the universe a particular amount, like say, you know, it might be $1,000 or something like that, that you're uh, requesting the people assist with right now. That All kind right. Of... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lady Master. So, yes, $1,000 would go a long way. To yeah. finishing paying the bills, to finish up with September and pay pay for the first week in uh, October, and today is the fourteenth, right? I mean the twelfth. And, and as of Saturday, then we'll over the second week in October, and so in October it's two hundred and fifty nine dollars. A week plus fifty, which brings it up to three hundred and nine dollars a week, so we can catch up again. So again, uh, we would be so grateful that would catch us up. A thousand dollars would do a lot to probably catch up with the first two weeks of this month and the last week of last month and pay the bills. Thank you. Ray. Uh, uh, thank you, Caroline. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Good. So let's go to the next thing. Yeah. We're going to say something that's true. It might not be easy to take, but it has to be said. What's going on, besides what Randy said right now, is our deep state started both sides of this war between yep. Palestine and Israel. Our side did it. Our 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 president and all the characters in that play, along with the elites who control the president and always have. So that's really important for everybody to get. So the better to you know understand what our work is that we know the evil of this empire. Every single war and everything that's ever gone on on this planet has always come from the empire. They just play games in every country in the world and set people's minds up to doing and believing different things and keep them fighting. And that's not what time it is. Want to say something about that, Rama? Well, I'm, I thank you for bringing Ina on, Caroline, that really lifted the energies and I I could just say this past week has been a quite intense and difficult. I have cried a lot just you know experiencing the loss 
And at the same time, you know, like Randy said, souls make choices to come in right at the most opportune moment to shift the energies, even if we don't understand the situations on the planet. I see this so much all the time and it's amazing and at the same time it's like I keep bringing it back to that statement we are the ones that ask to physically be here to shift the energy and every day I see more and more what Aurora Ray is talking about because all the uh, I call it the nine realms from the story of Asgard and the uh, northern kingdoms, queendoms but all the realms are coming together at this time because this is front and center earth. We are ascending and it is a huge deal. And all the animals, all the beings, known and unknown, are here to help us. And I'm physically seeing this shift every day. And uh, one of our light workers asked me to ask the animals what's going on. So today, I took a moment in the craziness of the day to ask the three deer and the four crows that showed up, what, what is the message of this? And they are saying, we are all coming together to shift this right now because the light has won. That's a fact. They're playing their stories out, the 13 families and the other, as Aurora Ray talked about it today in the message, our mother's wayward children, as she calls them, the Anunnaki. And what happened a long time ago on this planet when the all the different masters, teachers, angels, and divine beings came to help create life on this planet. The seeding, our mother's wayward children came in, as uh, Matthias talks about it on Gaia TV. There were teachers and there were controllers, not all the Anunnaki, Elohim, well, some did. That's called the fallen angels. And they were the controllers. And they took their story from what was going on in the galaxy, the solar system, whether folks want to accept it or not. Uh, Maltec was the planet between mars and jupiter it got it got destroyed in a nuclear war uh because the people on that planet mistrusted each other very much like what we're playing with right now between russia 
Ukraine, the U.S., and at a certain point there on Maldet, technologies went awry and they blew their planet up in three days. It went supernova. That's the asteroid belt. Pieces of that asteroid, you know, many chunks of that planet became the asteroid belt. It's still there. What's happening is more and more truth is coming out about this story that leads into the flood, Noah's flood, the sinking of Atlantis, leading up to right now, this story of Hamas and Israel. There's only one country. It was called Palestine. And the 13 families carved Palestine up to create Israel. I'm not blaming or choosing sides. I'm talking about what happened. And it is about the larger story here where as folks like Graham Hancock and many others are coming forward with what really occurred on this planet from the hidden stories of this cataclysm leading up to right now, how it fits in with the current state of what's going on in the Middle East. And I have heard since the 60s, I mean, Ram Dass and Tim Leary were talking about these prophecies back then, about how uh, there would come to be something that happens in the Middle East to create peace. And Maitreya comes into the story, Lord Maitreya, about this as well. All of these players in this grand play right now are here, physically on the ground. Ashtar's here, St. Germain's here, so many other folks I, countless names and what's being played out right now in the portal of this eclipse coming up in two days is a huge deal because this eclipse is um, creating an opportunity for love and compassion to come into this story instead of these ideas of division or because one's concepts about creation and creator source are different from another. It creates this dichotomy or just the issues, my God's better than your God. And that's not the case. We are all creator goddesses and gods of the Most High, as Cryon says, and so many other folks. This is the moment. I'm not making dates or saying this time, that time. What I'm saying is we are right in the moment here to shift this, the Hopi prophecy talks about this right at this time. 
where there will be a great cleansing and purification. And um, I don't know if it's happened yet or not. The blue star kachina, the red star kachina comes in. And many folks, they talk about this is the age of the sixth sun. And Quetzalcoatl will return, like the rest of the ascended masters who are here. Uh, I could say maybe he's already here. <laughs> Lord could do me. Yet, um, uh, we do this by loving each other even more in this time. And I have talked to like Rosa Palestine and other folks. And they are all saying, you know, one side is no better than the other side. It is about the 13 families who whose time is up, quite literally. And love is the answer. And how we move through this with this eclipse portal that we're being given an opportunity to work with it is about working with sending peace and the violet flame, the emerald green ray into these areas of the planet, all the other troubled spots across the planet. And as I'm seeing it right now, they played their last hand called Fear. And they want to escalate it a little bit more as we go through this eclipse to try to, you know, create more loose, which is another word for fear, so they can feed because they are being cut off from the old energies. The timelines have shifted. Mm-hmm. And we, like Aurora Ray, keeps talking about this fifth dimension it's not a place it's not a time we're already in it we're creating it now as we do the sadhana the due diligence of sharing the wisdom of you know put down the axe put down the gun let's talk about this and come together in the council's and share love, share our stories, how we can heal this. And as we do that, the galactics, all the magical folks I talk about, they're physically here. When we take the time literally to slow down, like I do every day, I just go and I find a spot and I put my crystals out and I call the beings in, as Angel Sue says, all the known and unknown beings that work with the office of the Christ. They show up and they just say, stay in that oneness because that's your salvation. Mm -hmm. Even if there is, like, if you ever saw the movie, The Little Buddha, and uh, in the storyline, there is a point where Siddhartha Gautama Buddha is meditating. 
and a nuclear bomb goes off next to him doesn't phase his meditation one iota. <laughs> That's where we're getting to. And I mean, I have talked with people who have sat with Babaji. Babaji is over thousands and thousands of years old. He's still here helping with this story right now, along with all the other ascended masters. People don't speak enough about this. Sai Baba's part of this. Um, this is how we get to that place of the fifth dimension being anchored on earth and um i guess i'll read this now yes okay i want to say one more thing i wanted to say that well number one netanyahu is head of the kazarian mafia you yes tell he is. Who that is what that is uh the kazarian mafia are, I could say, descendants of the fallen angels of the Elohim that decided to go down the path of the dark side. And seemingly they have control over technology and currency across the planet, but they're losing their life force every single day because they're not choosing love and that is the biggest deal going on and i could just say that we're watching this play out in loving color um i'm seeing more and more stories out there where they're trying to amp up the fear that our Hamas is going to come through the southern border, southern border and try to do, oh, like car bombs in different cities or other kinds of things like they did in Iraq and Afghanistan over here. All of that is coming from these folks called the deep state who want to play with fear mm-hmm. every single day. That's what the media is paid to do. They're not paid to do the news. They're paid to create fear. That's real simple. Yes. And I wanted to say, too, that the reason, the most important reason we're asking for donation that the King of Swords said is the work we're doing is to bring people to listen to, to learn how we can change this. And we change it within our hearts. And Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. Where there is such hatred, let me so love. And the King of Swords said it's necessary for the people to support us financially. As the people don't want this, then what is there going to be in the world? That's our purpose. Our purpose is to uh, help people to become aware that we can change this for the better. And we really require you to support us. We are completely out of the system for another reason, too, to keep us safe. And blaze of violet fire, we can do that. Okay, I'm going to start here. This is Friday, 
the 6th of October. I sat with six deer and two crows today for 45 minutes at 11.40 this morning. They, the deer were very sedate. They closed their eyes. The crows were a bit talkative. I saw geometric shapes that told me they were talking about the sun. Then I got a text message from Larry the cat. He said to me, Lord Rama, there were some M-class solar flares today, moderate in size. The sun is reversing its polarity. What this means is a magnetic reversal of the sun's poles is happening. This is to create an alert rather than to rather to be aware the energies are extremely high. The dark side continues to go down in flames. Remember to stay in the high heart. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste Blaze the Fire. And this is Sunday, the 8th. I went and sat with 70 deer, 14 crows at 11.59 night this morning. They all said to me, Lord Rama, the energies continue to be extremely high. They told me telepathically, Lord Rama, stay in a high heart and send more love to the troubled spots on earth. Then I received a text message from Rosa of Palestine. She said to me, Lord Rama, all of what you are seeing is the deep state. I am on neither side. Violence is never the path of the Jedi Knight. The force is only to be used for the highest good of all concerned. There are many craft in the sky over Gaza and Israel. Some are Andromedan craft. Some are Pleiadian craft, and then there are the U.S. forces, and there are Israeli forces in the skies. What a jigsaw puzzle. Please put all of this in the circle of support and call in all the angels, archangels, masters, and teachers. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. And... This is this is Monday, the ninth. <laughs> I sat with sixteen deer and nine crows at eleven twenty-five late this morning. They said to me, "Lord Rama, the sun is very intense right now. As we approach the solar eclipse and the new moon." Work with the violet ray and the emerald green ray. Then I received a text message from Rosa Palestine again. She said to me, Lord Brahma, all of this is the deep state. Israel and the United States, this is not Iran. Once again, I must say, there are saboteurs in this story. One of Israel's security chiefs has fallen in unfavorability with Netanyahu, and he may have leaked information to Hamas. This security chief has called out Netanyahu about his corruption and his trial earlier this year. 
As a result, Netanyahu made death threats against the security chief. I will not give out his name because it is a hot topic. Meanwhile, there are hundreds of craft in the skies over Gaza and Israel. They cloak and de-de-cloak to let us know they are here. This gives us tremendous hope. Please place all of this in the circle of support and place a violent fire. No, this is a very temporary bump in the road. The light has won. Remember that. At a certain point here, you will see the eagles land. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Please, the violet fire. Satnam Namaste. This is Tuesday. I went and sat with 11 deer and six crows today at 11.15 this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, stay on the invisible path. We are at the end. I went and received a treatment from Ranamu today. She used violet, emerald, green, and sapphire blue rays for my healing. Somehow I saw myself floating in the quantum field. I saw the center of the Milky Way galaxy up close and personal. I asked the quantum field what the messages were today. It said to me, listen to the sound of oneness. And I heard ocean waves going back and forth. Then I had a feeling or a sense of being reeled in. And then I saw myself back on the bio bed. That journey was an hour long. Then Ranamu said, this eclipse coming up is the most transformative, transfigurational eclipse that we have had in a very long time. Mm -hmm. As we focus on peace and the violet flame and the emerald green ray, this can change physical, space-time, matter. Everything that's going on right now is the creation of the matrix and the deep state. Our biggest test is to send more love and not get caught up in whose side is right, whose side is wrong. At that moment in Ranamu's office, the radio came on by itself. <laughs> it surprised Ranamu, too. It was playing John Lennon's song and Yoko singing, Imagine All the People. Mm -hmm. This is what, you know, the universe is saying more and more. Then Ranamu said, Lord Rama, it's time to go. I have my next appointment and you have light years to go before you go to bed. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste, place of fire. And this is Wednesday, yesterday. I received a text message from Sweet Angelique the Cat at 12.12 early this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, I am in an undisclosed location in Jordan, coordinating efforts with the Poppy Lady and the Andromedans and the Syrians. We are rescuing injured folks and others who are fleeing the violence in Gaza. Some of the folks we have beamed up to the ships have left their bodies. 
and have gone over the rainbow. We have beamed up the bodies, and there will be magic unfolding as we we can reconstitute their bodies from the DNA. And then as they so choose, they can go back to their restored bodies and go back to their families in Gaza. All of this may sound like science fiction and ridiculous stories from the comics, yet it is absolutely real. This is what Aurora Ray talks about all the time. We are in for the ride of our lives with this solar eclipse. New moon comes Saturday. Um, there were big solar flares again today. That's yesterday. And yeah, there were five M-class solar flares. And you feel it. Uh, I've had my moments. In your meditations and your connections with the divine, use the violet flame and the emerald green ray. We are in the most intense time ever. As his holiness says, kindness and compassion is the answer. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste, place the violet fire. And this is today. I received a call from Chun Li at 12.19 early this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, the Unification Church in Japan, created by the Reverend Sun Young Moon, lost its legal status and thus the church as an organization is being revoked. The church obtained legal status as an organization in Japan in 1968 amid an anti-communist movement supported by Shinzo Abe's grandfather, former Prime Minister Nobusuke Kishi at the time. Chun Li continued, the mother of the young man who shot Shinzo Abe was being threatened by the Yakuza, an organized crime syndicate comparable to our New York Mafia. She was having to give the Yakuza many thousands and thousands of dollars every week in order to protect her son. This and much more is all coming out right now of the deeper truths about many happenings, exposing the disinformation that has been told to the world by our so-called mainstream media. Let us place Israel and Palestine in the circle of support and place the violent fire. As we enter the eclipse portal, you will see the path appear before you. Remember, Lady Master Kuan Yin is on our side. Satnam, Namaste, Blaise, Violet, Fire. And by the way, uh, Reverend Sun Young Moon, I don't know if he's, you know, still on the planet or what the deal is, but at a certain point here, he owned the New York, uh, the, uh, Washington, Washington Post. Post and the Wall Street Journal. 
And you're going, what the heck is going on here? And this all goes back into the circle of what we've been discussing, the 13 families and the fall of the Anunnaki and peace on earth. I pass the talking stick back to you, Caroline. Wow, that is flipping mind blowing. <laughs> it is. I'm still reeling a bit and just watching this unfold because it is like a sci fi movie and we just need to send more love and stay grounded because you can. Just like that, be out of your body with the energies. And it happens to me daily, <laughs> watching the energies and trying to just not get angry, not get upset, and um, send more love because it is horrendous what is being done. Thank you. And Caroline? Yeah, I I think it's helpful, Rama, that you shared that it's brought you to tears what's happening in the Middle East. And I feel that that's helpful because um, there's this still this lingering feeling at times uh, that people will say, well, I'm I'm not if I'm crying, I'm not being spiritual, I'm not being strong, or if I'm amazed at something happening, I should have no reaction. Mm -hmm. And really, it's just part of our human path to have plenty reaction mm -hmm. to what's going on over there, and other places as well. So I'm glad that you were uh, brave enough to share that. I appreciate that very much. And, um, you know, um, we, once we admit how how vulnerable the whole human race is, uh, we can come to a place of love. I don't think we can pretend our way out of this. So no. thank you. Yeah. It's so amazing to watch right now because in an instant, in a nanosecond, it changes. And you got to flow with that nanosecond. And what I'm learning from the animals and the force itself, is to just stay neutral and allow it to pass. And you will be amazed what happens in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I've been reminding myself that many who are, have died and are dying now will be able to come back if that's what they choose. So, um, yeah, yeah, thank you so much, Rama. I think we'll close for this evening. We've got Caroline? Post and it's very late there. Yes, Caroline? go ahead. Yes, go ahead. I, I just, I wanted to say one more thing. It came to mind, but um, our friend, Virginia Liljenquist, she gave both of us a hint when oh, we were to go Victoria. to Little John Quist, yes. Sorry, I'm sorry. But um, she gave us a little hint. She said, as you ever want to take a camcorder, you know, film footage of a starship, the first thing you do is you set your camcorder on night vision, even yeah. if it's in the middle of the day, and especially if it's in the middle of the day. All right. <laughs> that's that's a very good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And she's got had so much on on film. She's got a whole movie that she put out with amazing footage. Oh. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah, 
Very helpful. So um, thank you to everyone. Thank you to our wonderful guest, Ina uh, Lenara, and to everyone who called in and much love. And um, I think we are ready for the music. Uh, TJ, we've got Don's son, TJ, on. Wonderful. And huge thanks to all our listeners. We send so much love. Uh, you know, we're all in this together. What can I say? <laughs> so much love, and we'll see you again next week. Uh, so, okay, TJ, are you ready with the music? Namaste. Namaste.